Welcome to the Perception Podcast. My name's Aloma Day. I want to wish you a beautiful 2022 ahead. I know this is going to be a very beautiful year. I know Omicron is ravaging most part of the world today, but believe you me, if you listen to my podcast, I'm take, I think every anxiety is going to disappear. It's just one of those things. We must keep embracing change. And that's what I really want to talk about today because we are suffering from all forms of anxiety and we're just praying and wishing this Omicron would just go away and the world could just go back to the status quo. Or should I say status quo? You know, so that's what I want to talk about today. Today I want to talk about family, familiarity, or should I say familiar? Now we're familiar. There are so many things we're familiar with, and I want to look at it from three perspectives. The first one is from the spiritual perspective, and the second one is when we're stuck in a situation for a long period of time. And also, the third aspect is looking at why we don't want to leave what we've come to know and what we're used to. So I want to look at familiarity from the first perspective. Now, the spiritual perspective of what familiarity is or when we're familiar with a situation. You know, I think it was Courageates in one of her sermons when she said, when we misconstrue what God has done and what God is doing. No, she was just trying to say, look, we must experience a change in transition. Most of us, what we've come to know is a change that we're used to. Now, when we see a change that is different, or when we see a change that we must adapt to, come to understand first, before we experience this transition, we find it very difficult. And we find it very difficult to understand what the transition is, because we're talking about change and transition. Now, for you to experience a change of that level, first of all, you need to give up the change you've come to know and the change you're used to. Now, when you're able to give up the change you've come to know and the change you're used to, then you cannot you can now begin to experience the transition of the change. What am I trying to say? This is what I'm trying to say. For you to adapt to a change which you don't know what it's like or how it's going, you must first of all accept it by faith that look, whatever and whenever is taking me, I'm really open to it. Because this is a change you're not used to. This is the, it's not the normal change you've always come to know and embrace because it's a change that is coming in another dimension which you don't understand when to come and how to take. But the fact that you're opening your mind to that change, you're not creating room for a transition within yourself. You're not creating room from, for, for an awareness of transition, of even though I don't know where I'm going, I believe. It's taking me to a good place. And you might see it in form of faith from a spiritual perspective. I don't know where this will lead me to, but I believe with my faith in Christ Jesus, I know it's taking me to the right path. And I know there's going to be a change. Not the change that I'm used to, but a new change I must be open to and I must adapt and believe that it's taking me to the right curse. And that's why she referred to, that's why she referred to us, when what God has done is in conflict with what God is doing. It's in conflict because what, you, what you've come to know is what you believe is still going to happen. But what if that's not what is going to happen? So how would you do? Now let's look at it from a conventional perspective. 
Now, if you're used to a particular change and there's a change that is coming and you don't know where to lead the industry to or how you're going to adapt and how you're going to accept it or how you're going to go ahead with it, even if the company or, or where you work, you don't seem to understand where it's going. So how are you going, are you going to come to terms? How are you going to correlate or relate the two? So what I really think you need to do is therefore create that avenue of if it's going to be positive and you don't know where it's going but you're willing to stick with it in the long run, I believe you're going to come out good. So I've talked about change from the first perspective that is spiritual and also conventional and I've related it from a perspective of God and I've also related it to a perspective of a working environment. Now let's look at the second aspect of familiarity in the form of change. Because the moment we become familiar, then we cannot experience a change within itself and also the transition of the change that is coming in. So I've been talking about familiar. But for us not to be familiar, we need to imbibe and experience change. So I'm talking of familiar and also change interrelatedly and interconnected or they are interconnected in one way or the other. That's what I'm trying to explain. Now let's look at the second part of familiar. Where we get familiar with things, for instance, if you've been in a particular situation in life, or let's say you were once out there and you're down here and it's taking so much time, it's as if, it seems as if you're sinking deep down beneath the sea. It just seems as if you're submerging, you're sinking down, getting closer and closer to the bottom of the seabed. And it seems not to create any sort of survival instinct for you to, to, to be able to you know, flow upward. Rather, you're just sinking as if you're tied to something very heavy. That's what I'm talking about. So what I'm trying to say metaphorically, or in essence, is when we're used to a form of familiarity, or when we've been stuck in a particular situation, event in life for a longer period of time, do we allow that to really define who we are? Do we accept that situation? Or we keep moving on, we keep being hopeful and seeking that transition, not, a, not accepting that familiarity that this is who we are because it's just a situation it's just an event a situation is not your life as Ryan Holiday once said a moment is just a moment in your life it's not your life as Ekato once said a situation in your life is just a situation it's not your life and your life is not a situation so when we begin to see when we are stuck in a particular situation for a longer period of time, it creates a familiarity that begins to shape and make us accept the situation as if it's going to remain permanent. Don't forget, is a situation, is an event, is not your life. Is a situation, is an event, is not your life. The moment you begin to see that as your life, it begins to create a concept within your mind and creating a fake consciousness within you to make you accept it. And that's not who or what you are. It's a lie. You shouldn't believe it. It might take a longer period of time, but definitely. That's why I love what T.D. Jake said. He said, life is a circle and is in a cycle as in a season. So when you're stuck in an aspect of life, 
you're stuck in that cycle and you're stuck in that season but that does not mean it's your life that does not mean is is your life is just a situation it's just an event it's just a challenge it's just for you to lean and ask yourself what why did it happen what can i take what are the lessons how do i improve how do i fail to learn and become better and overcome the situation or the status quo in which i found myself in an event or a situation is not my life this is a form of familiarity or what we become familiar to a shadow accent because it's just taking a longer period of time. I've been dealing with anxiety for probably 23 years, but I still believe, not, despite not seeing a mental health professional, I have still developed all the mechanisms that keeps me going. I know I need to see a mental health professional to keep me going. That's the fact. It's the truth. They develop a mechanism that keeps me going. So, so that's it. That's just the way I'm able to deal with my family situation in as much as 21 years and if we could see mental health professional, I would totally overcome anxiety. Now the third part of the familiar is what we're just familiar with. It's like, you know, is the freedom within our, ourselves that we've not come to acknowledge, know, and believe. We remain in our comfort zone because we don't want to experience the change outside. What we become familiar with, I've come to define the concept which we've come to accept within us and make us believe that. And that's why we are not doing what we need to do. And that's why we are becoming familiar with, with the situation. We want to be free, right? We know what to do, but we fail to do it. Is that we know what to, we know what to do, but we don't want to do it. Or we know what or we know, we don't know what to do, and that's why we're stuck. You can't know what to do and not take action. You remain stuck, you become familiar with that situation. So it's either you're familiar because you know what to do, but because of fear, you're unable to take the first step. The will, everybody has the will. But do you have to drive to actually take that first step to turn the situation around. No wonder Devon Price said, there's no such thing as laziness. It's just a misjudgment of what we come to see about other people. And we have a concept of what things are supposed to be. And anything that falls short of that, which society has come to define as a norm, and we don't live by that, then we're losers. That is wrong. That's a form of meritocracy. It's really in the West. It's very flawed and wrong. Is a perception, a concept that has been imbibed over time, very flawed. So if you've, you, you're familiar with the situation because you're either ignorant or you know what to do, but you fail to take the first step. So I've been talking about familiar and interrelating it to change and also adapting in the positive light of what we need to do. So I've been talking about familiar. Or why there's so much familiarity in so many things we do and we fail to embrace and adapt to change. Thank you. And if this podcast is adding value to you, why don't you tell others about the Perception Podcast? It's available on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms which you listen, which you which you listen, which you listen your podcast to. Which you, which you binge on your, on, on your podcast. It's a valuable soul. Thank you very much. So what I'm trying to say is that if the Perception Podcast have been of immense benefit to you, is adding value to you, why not tell your friends about it and subscribe on Google, 
Apple, Spotify, and other podcast apps which you listen, which which you listen your podcasts on. Thank you.